Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science as fuck. Welcome to Science AF. The OMG WTF and LAMF. What? AO of science. I'm your host, Dr. Dave Chacho. And I am not a doctor. Let's get that text up there. And done. Okay. We're off to a great start. Uh, this is Science AF. I'm your host, and I'm science as fuck. You can, uh, if you enjoy the show, you can Venmo us at Gravy Day. And uh, boop, 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 boop. there it is. And... Uh, we have a Patreon coming, but it's not up yet. We're, we're uh, also we're a podcast on the Gravy Day Podcast Network, and uh, you can find that podcast on any uh, podcast devices, downloader apps, and we also are a Twitch show on Twitch.tv/science_af, and we'll be posting these segments to YouTube. Someday. Anyway, that is the plan. I'm the floating head of Dave Chacho. Did I mention that? And uh, I'm here to do some science. So let's get to it. Our first segment today is Viral Media. Let's take a look. This is our COVID update. Uh, Biden has released a five-point plan for COVID relief. At least we finally have one. Uh, let's see what it looks like. Uh, the headline on Popular Science is, His administration will rely on science and scientists. A, what a novel approach, Looking, taking uh, uh, knowledge and data to uh, arm ourselves against the threat. Um, vaccinations open to more groups of people. Hopefully that happens soon. I want my vaccination now. Establish new vaccination centers. Point number two, use pharmacies to get the vaccine out. Uh, really? I guess, uh, okay. We'll be able to go to a pharmacy to get one maybe soon. Uh, and ramp up the vaccine supply. These are all vaccine points provide regular honest updates to the American people. Well, that would be a welcome change. Um, notice this plan doesn't say anything about more lockdowns, even though the excitable anti-lockdown, anti-mask, anti-American crowd is uh, trying to paint him with that brush, but it's just not, uh, uh, he's not a big lockdown. Uh, he hasn't been talking very much about lockdowns. He did say, uh, he was, was, is going to urge everyone to wear a mask, and I guess that's something. Um, I'm not saying we should go into more lockdowns, but um, they definitely help when uh, the, the, the pandemic is out of control, and we're going to take a look at that in another segment coming up. Let's check the COVID rates. Um, some good news, not great news, because we are currently, as of mid-January, 
in the worst of the pandemic. And are we in the third wave, the fifth wave? No, we're still in the first wave. We never really, uh, we never really fixed the first wave. We never really beat it. And so here we are in the worst day of the pandemic. Although that might not necessarily be true. This might not be the worst day. Things are flattening out. We're still at the top of the curve, but it's starting to flatten. It's starting to not get any worse, which is great news. It might mean a turning point. Uh, it might mean that the vaccination plan is starting to curb some of the spread of the virus. And uh, it's still a very deadly virus, uh, killing thousands of people every day. Uh, so we're close. Don't, don't go running around without a mask yet. I know it sucks. It sucks to be uh, a floating head sitting at home all day because I would really like to go out and do something but uh, the, the sacrifices we are, are making are for all of us and it's 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 important to remember that it's the virus that is our enemy and not people that are trying to help contain it um, let's see what else already had COVID-19, you still need a vaccine. It's from Popular Science. You should get the vaccine. Everyone should get the vaccine. Even if you've had it, you can get it again. People have been getting it a few t uh, more than once. Uh, only a few cases, not a lot, but it happens. Uh, so we think it seems as if that once you get COVID, you are immune for a little while, but not forever, okay? It doesn't last. If you get the vaccine, even after you've had it, it will boost those antibodies and prevent you from getting it again. Hopefully, there's a very small chance you can get it after you take the vaccine, but uh, there's no downside to taking the vaccine. There's been no deaths or illnesses, a few uh, 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 allergy attacks is all that's happened from the vaccine. So like all vaccines that have been approved by the CDC, uh, this one is safe and effective. It's doing its job. You should get it. It should be free to everyone soon. So look out from your health care provider, or if you don't have one, uh, check out, uh, well, just be patient. It will be available. Um, there's some... Uh, non-happy news though uh, uh because of covid the u.s life expectancy is down this year um that doesn't usually happen usually it goes up uh let's see this uh, the life expectancy for americans was shortened by 1.13 years to 77.48 uh and 77.48 sounds like a good full life anyway but we don't want that number going down um, and the the headline here, which is even worse news, is uh, the black and Latino populations, I expect that also probably means indigenous populations, um, are the worst hit. Uh, the, uh, those populations in the United States are the most likely to uh, have comorbidities, which is other diseases, uh, and that is a factor of poverty. Um, fortunately, 
we have a lot of poverty in this country, uh, and uh, the, the uh, BIPOC people, people black, indigenous, people of color, are the ones who get hit hardest by poverty, uh, uh, comedians second. Um, so let's see what the numbers here say. For black people, life expectancy is shortened, is, is, is shortened by 2.1 years to 72.78. They still have the lowest life expectancy of ma major uh, populations by race anyway in the United States. Uh, Latinos, uh, the life expectancy this year is shortened by 3.05 years to 78.77. If you notice, though, that number is actually higher than average, um, the average life expectancy of all people in the United States. Uh, white, um, white people have a life expectancy decline of 0.68 to 77.84. Anyway, uh, everybody's life expectancy went down this year. Not happy, but things might be starting to turn around. Don't give up and don't give in and don't start running around uh, like crazy spreading disease just yet. It will be soon. It will be a matter of months. We'll get this thing under control. We'll all go out and shake hands and uh, we'll all hug and smooch, I promise. And now, general science news, eye on science is this segment. Let's take a look at what's happening in the world of science in general. Um, let's see here, a first story from Cyworthy. Mysterious gas found near Milky Way Center. Don't look at me. Am I right? Okay. Uh, so a cold, high, cold, dense, high-velocity gas has been detected near the center of our galaxy, uh, near Sagittarius A star. Which Sagittarius A star? It's not a star. It's a black hole. It's the gigantic black hole that all of our, all of the stars in the Milky Way, including our own uh, uh, little, uh, humble little sun, are floating around. So, there's some mysterious gas shooting at high speed. They don't know where it's coming from. Probably not that big a deal. Gases fly around all the time in the center of the galaxy. But this is a new one that they haven't seen before. And, uh, you know, it's uh, an interesting new phenomenon that they're going to study. What else? Ooh, look at this guy. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm sorry, but if you're watching the stream, I'm showing a picture of the ogre-faced spider. Uh, ugly customer, although uh, also kind of cute. He looks like a, a little alien, a um, little furry alien with, with big eyes. Um, cute and ugly, or cuggly. Um, this, so what, what is the story here? They listen closely to snatch bugs from the air. This is a, a new thing that uh, we're just learning, that spiders have pretty good hearing. Uh, let's see. Uh, what this spider does is it weaves a, leg, it weaves a web between its legs, and then it 
listens for a bug to fly by and it literally it shoots the web at the the insect and catches it it's like uh uh, uh i don't know the, the, the when the, the throwing a net over chewbacca or something it it's uh it, it's it's a real it's it's a real hunting skill um this uh this spider expert jay strafstrom uh, and from Cornell says a couple years ago we didn't really have a good idea that spiders could hear so it's not that they couldn't hear it's that they didn't know if they could or not and this spider shows that at least some overfaced spiders can hear their prey and are a pretty good shot with a with a net what else Africa's poisonous rats are surprisingly social. That's from Science News for Students, but uh, aren't we all students? Um, this is a cool uh, a little tidbit of new knowledge. Uh, these rats, what they do is there's a poisonous tree bark uh, in Africa, and they, they, they don't eat the poison, but they... Uh, they lick it and then they lick it onto their fur. So in effect, these uh, rats—what are they called? African crested rats—make uh, themselves toxic by by licking a deadly poison off a tree and then putting it on themselves. And what what this—that's uh, uh, not new knowledge, but um, okay, the poison arrow tree is uh, where they get their toxin and uh, the rats chew the leaves and bark from the poison arrow tree and, ex and apply their now toxic spit to their hair. This makes them toxic. So what they're finding though is they thought that these rats were rather uh, uh, a, a solitary and uh, a bunch of uh, hermits. Uh, like Ben Kenobi to keep on the Star Wars tip, um, but they're finding that these rats are very social. They uh, they cuddle, they even uh, uh, purr to each other, uh, and they're actually quite cute. And the the fun things about these rats is um, they don't really have a lot of predators because everyone that would predate on them. Uh, knows that they're toxic, or if if an animal tries to take a, 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 a bite, they get a mouthful of really bitter toxic hair, and they throw it away. So the fun things about these rats is they're not really afraid of anyone. Uh, if they see you, they might hiss or spit at you, but they're they're, they're not likely to run away because they know that uh, you're not going to chop down on them. Oh, here's here's a little. Let's see what's in this video. The crested rats of East Africa. Rats with killer hair are secretly social. They're cute. They look like uh, little groundhogs or something. They don't really look like rats. These are the toxic poison arrow trees. Same trees that uh, uh, indigenous populations have used for many years to uh, make poison arrow darts. Done. Have poison arrow fur. And that's Ion Science.
let's see what else we got. Let's go on to our main story, the biggest science story of uh, today, at least the biggest one that I could find. Quantum of Science is the name of this segment. Sustained high-fidelity quantum teleportation has been achieved for the first time. Um, quantum teleportation sounds cool. It, this does not mean um, Star Trek teleportation. It does not mean uh, Star Trek The Next Generation style teleportation. But it more means the teleportation of information. And let's see, in Fermilab, which is in Illinois, ba -ba 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 -ba, published in PRX Quantum, uh, a demonstration of sustained long distance, 44 kilometers of fiber teleportation of qubits of photons with greater fidelity than 90%. Um, the qubits were teleported to fiber optic network, Blah, 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 and uh, they got great results. So this is the furthest anything has been teleported and uh, with the most accuracy, I believe. High performance and scalable quantum teleportation system. What this means, it does, nece does not necessarily mean we will be teleporting. It de definitely does not mean we'll be teleporting anywhere soon. Maybe uh, hundreds of years down the line, this could lead to some sort of teleportation device. Uh, for right now, what this means is a quantum internet. It's going to uh, uh, be the basis of a very secure internet. And what I mean by teleportation is something like this. Let's check out this. I have this abstract here uh, that I read and it's still even if I even if you know science and I know a lot of science it's really hard to wrap your mind around exactly what this what they're doing um, but let me read this description of what quantum teleportation is using the familiar monikers Charlie Bob and Alice which uh, represent the letters a B and C uh, as as a a thought experiment to um, to get your head around what's happening here. Uh, uh, let's see. Okay, so Charlie has a polarization qubit. That means a bit of information, a quantum message. All that means is a a message. This is just one bit of information, but as you know, a, a, a letter can be represented by eight bits of information, uh, and you know, uh, computers use 32 and 64 bits of information to start to store uh, uh, data integers and, and uh, long integers. Um, all we're talking about is a message. It could be a video. It could be uh, uh, Charlie's manifesto, and he has this information in the form of a uh, an atom, an atom that's in a certain quantum state. Basically, he wants to get this exact atom from his house 
to Bob's tower. But the problem is uh, uh, sending atoms uh, or photons, uh, I should say photons, these are photons, sending, uh, I believe, uh, I believe it's uh, uh, the uh, piece of information that they're using is a photon in this example. Um, sending that bit of information to Bob is dangerous because it could get lost along the way, it could get intercepted, somebody else could grab the information and then it's gone and Bob doesn't have it and some other evil person has it. But luckily Charlie is located close to Alice uh, who has already shared a singlet state with Bob. That means Alice and Bob have uh, uh, Alice has made a, a quantum pair of uh, photons and sent one to Bob. Let's go to the drawing board for this. Um, I'm going to try to sketch out a little bit of how quantum te te teleportation works for, as far as I understand it. We have Charlie, uh, we have Bob, we have Alice. Uh, Charlie has this, let's say, uh, this atomic bit of information that he wants to send to Bob uh, and he doesn't want it to get lost or uh, stolen. So what he does is Alice has two little photons that are entangled and she sends one to Bob and one to Charlie. Now this entangled photon, these two entangled photons have, uh, oh I didn't go to the drawing board, there we go, there's the drawing board I'm drawing on. Uh, these entangled photons uh, have the, the the action at a distance property uh, but what that really means is they contain the same information it's like a code it's like Alice sent the same code to Charlie and to Bob and now what Charlie does is entangles his data bit qubit with the entangled photon that Alice gave him and comes up with a new encoded uh, a bit of uh, atomic information here and so what that means that's like a, a it's an encoded message now Charlie he still has his original message he's not sending the original he made a copy and he encoded it using the encoded photon now he sends the encoded copy over to Bob so Bob has this encoded piece of uh, data and all Bob has to do now is untangle that encoded piece of data with the photon, entangled photon that Alice sent him in the first place. Like I said, Alice sent him a uh, the, the decode the uh, decoder. It's a decoder ring. Alice sent Bob a decoder ring, and he sent, and, and she also sent it to Charlie. And uh, Charlie encoded the information and send it to Bob. Now Bob has the encoded information and the uh, decoder ring and he decodes it and gets the original information and this bit of uh, atomic, this, this, this atom, unentangled qubit that Bob now has is an exact copy of the one Charlie has. Now Charlie still has his, so it can't get lost 
it didn't get lost along the way. Uh, and Bob now has an exact copy of that, which is what Charlie wanted. Charlie wanted to send Bob a copy of his data. Now Bob has the data. Now what, the reason this is so great and secure is because if any uh, uh, evil demons, we'll say D, come in and uh, uh, and 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 grab one of these pieces of information in transit, uh, Bob will know because uh, you can't you can't take a photon, you can't read a photon and then keep sending it along. The demon can't read it and keep and, and send it along. If the demon reads it, it's done. The code is broken and Bob will know that somebody intercepted it. And at that point, uh, Charlie can just send another copy. So if it get lost if it gets lost in transit, it doesn't matter. They'll just send another encoded copy. If somebody picks it up on the way, they won't be able to decode it. Uh, presumably, they won't have both the decoder ring and the encoded data. Uh, and if they did, Bob would know that somebody was decoding the data. And if they only have one piece or the other, there's nothing they could do with it. And Charlie can just send another one. So basically, what we're talking about here is a quantum internet where uh, you can send data securely. You can know for sure that your uh, your receiver has received it or not, and if someone in the middle has intercepted it, you will know, and you can just send another uh, encoded copy. So that that's that's real security in in data transmission. Very exciting. Um, it, it's worth noting that this, if you're, if you're thinking about Star Trek teleportation, this could be a way to do it. Uh, what you would have to do is uh, you would have to scan someone's entire body or the, the object that you were going to teleport. Uh, say it's a, 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 a one of these cute little toxic African rats. Uh, you're going to scan the rat, every single atom in the body, and 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 in a database, you take every single atom down its position and its state. Now that you know that information, you can securely send every single bit of that information over the wire to Bob. And on the other side. If Bob has a, a re reassembler, uh, then presumably with that information, Bob can reassemble the rat exactly, knowing that if any information is missing, it can be resent. And uh, so it, it's more of a duplicator, actually, what I'm describing than than a uh, than a transporter. What a transporter would do is read the rat and then murder the rat. And then send the information to Bob, who would reconstruct the rat that would presumably uh, wake up on the other side and think it was the same rat that Charlie killed. Um, same goes for uh, for uh, Commander Riker if he got sent. Uh, the the teleporter really is a murder device that takes of every atoms every state the state of every atom in one's body murders them 
and then sends the information securely to another uh, reassembler that puts them back together. Are they the same person? I don't know. We'll have to see. I'll be the first one to jump in one of those, though, and uh, check it out and see what it feels like. One more story on quantum internet. Quantum internet signals beamed between drones a kilometer apart. So same same sort of deal. Uh, in Fermilab, they did this over 44 miles or kilometers of uh, a fiber optic line, uh, and this is the same thing done through the air by lasers between drones. So let's see. Entangled photons have been transported more than a thousand kilometers in tests between a satellite and ground station before. I didn't actually know that, so that's a very long uh, amount of uh, distance. Um, so a laser on board of one of the 35 kilogram drones created a pair of entangled photons by splitting a single photon with a crystal. One photon was sent directly to the ground station, a second two and the other two a second drone a kilometer away. Uh, same thing, Alice, Bob, uh, Charlie, and this is just moving the information through the air instead of uh, fiber optic line. So pretty cool. This, uh, you know, could be the beginning of a new sort of secure Internet of Things where everything can sort of securely talk to each other. And... Uh, That's quantum of science. Our next story. Climate countdown. All right, let's just take a look at where the climate is right now. You know it's not going to be good. It never is. 2020 tied for the warmest year on record. No surprise to anyone who has ever understood any sort of science. Um, 2020 tied with 2016 is the warmest year on record. Uh, the last seven years, I think it says in here somewhere, have been the warmest on record. Uh, planet's warming trend is, is this year's global average temperature is 1.84 degrees Fahrenheit warmer than the baseline. Uh, uh, oh, the baseline being the 1951 to 1980 mean. So we're up 1.84 since 1980, basically. Um, the last seven years have been the warmest seven years on record. What does this mean? Well, it means that this is exactly what was predicted and continues to be. Uh, client scientists in the 90s predicted this would happen, uh, and they were dead on. And it's happening exactly how they said, you know, pretty much uh, to the numbers. So not surprising to anyone it is still happening and it's going to continue to happen until we do something drastic here's another story from science news sciencedaily.com climate change has caused billions in of dollars in flood damages i know one of the biggest things that uh conservatives argue is that we don't have the money to fight climate change uh to you know, to sequester carbon, uh, to put restrictions on these things, but we, we end up paying more. We actually end up paying more tax dollars and 
general uh, uh, as a society um, cleaning up the messes of the increase in uh, precipitation which causes flooding the increase in fires due to the higher temperatures and uh, the increase of arid areas um, even though there's more precipitation there's also many areas such as California that are increasingly dry um, so flooding in one place uh, fires in another it doesn't cancel out it's uh, it's uh, uh, a tragedy on both ends um, and it's causing costing billions of dollars if we would just would have started spending those billions of dollars to combat pollution 20 years ago we wouldn't be spending billions of dollars on floods and a lot less people would be dying in fires um, okay what is this uh, one more story on the climate I know these are always just uh, not happy types of stories. Client threshold for dangerous warming will likely be crossed between 2027 and 2042. This is nothing new. Um, this came out a month ago, but uh, scientists introduced a new way to predict global warming it reduces uncertainty considerably. Oh, that's interesting. Um, So anyway, climate models are mathematical simulations based on the best understanding of Earth systems available. New approaches projecting the Earth's temperatures based on historical climate data rather than the theoretical relationships that are imperfectly captured by the GCMs. What are the GCMs? General circulation models. Okay, well, I don't know exactly what all of that means, but it means they're getting better at their pop their climate calculations. Uh, and um, it's not looking good. And notably, as I said, the climate predictions of scientists in the 90s are coming true to the letter, so now they're getting better at it. Um, that pretty much means we should listen. That's Climate Countdown. What else? And now our newest segment, Common Nonsense. Okay, I'm going to talk about uh, numerology a little bit uh, and uh, I'll go back to the COVID situation because I've been seeing a lot of... Uh, in numerology, in numerousness. I've been seeing a lot of uh, numbers thrown around that don't make sense. Uh, I, I, I pinned this story Michi from michigancapitalconfidential.com. I, I shouldn't even uh, uh, plug them. This story is wrong. This story is a conservative, uh, uh, basically an anti uh, anti-fighting for people uh, and it says a, a declaration endorsed by dozens of doctors and epidemiologists call for an end to state order lockdown um, okay again there's there's uh, they're calling for ends to lockdowns ends to measures to 
uh, even when hospital beds are full in many places, including Los Angeles, uh, there's still people uh, calling for ends to the measures that are set in place to protect people. And okay, there's 239,000 signatures in eight states. Uh, oh, in eight days. Um, that's not a lot of signatures. There's millions and millions of science people, science experts. It's not a lot of signatures. But what I'm going towards is this. Uh, the cost of lockdowns is nowhere near as big as we have been told. And this is a study that comes out of um, Australia and uh, using evidence from the United States. And uh, it's very important to note what's in this study. This is from theconversation.com. Um, okay. So they wanted to analyze the causal effect of government policy on the, on the U.S. economy during COVID. And um, here's the question they're trying to answer. How much of the reduction in ec economic activity is due to the virus and how much is due to the lockdowns? Small-minded and selfish people are getting very upset at the lockdowns. I understand lockdowns suck. This does suck. But it's not the lockdown that's our enemy. It's the fucking virus. Okay, we're under attack. And... Uh, it's the virus that is our enemy, and the lockdowns, while unpleasant, have been successful in many places like Wuhan, China, and New Zealand. Um, and it's out of the, the, the pandemic's out of control in the United States, where the lockdowns uh, are very. Uh, we we have very few lockdowns. There's there's very few uh, across the country government measures that have been put in place because people don't like to listen to what they're told. But the important thing about this uh, this uh, story, let's see, we got Goolsby and Syverson from the University of Chicago. Austin Goolsby and Chad Syverson. Um, They found that total consumer traffic fell by 60%. That's without the lockdowns. The legal restrictions accounted for just 7% of this. Oh, it's 63%, including the lockdowns. But legal restrictions, that is government lockdown restrictions, only accounted for 7%. That is, it caused less than 12% of the total effect. What does that mean? That means that the economic hardships, uh, uh, the the, the, uh, um, the you know the rates of depression, the rates of obesity, all the problems we're seeing right now, suck, but they're due to the virus. They're not due to the lockdowns or the government measures or guidelines that are put in place to help save lives. Without those measures, we would have lost hundreds of thousands, probably millions more people uh, worldwide. Um, and so, okay, more numbers, more numbers, more numbers. 
Um, basically, the point of this article, and, and it's, you should read it, especially if you're skeptical, uh, remember, it's not the lockdowns that are hurting us. It's the virus itself. The virus, and in fact, uh, the lockdown measures have mitigated the effect of virus. And places where they successfully did it, uh, where they successfully got a, a hold on the out-of-control pandemic, the, uh, they've had less problems. Less, they took a less of a hit from the economy. So uh, arguably, this means if the lockdowns were even stricter, the economy would be way better. It's the lack of lockdowns that's actually hurting the economy right now increasing depression, obesity, all these things. Um, okay, here's a report. Depression suicide rates are rising sharply in young Americans. This is <coughs> um, a, a, a shocking uh, a thing. It sounds bad, but uh, I just threw this in there because this was written in 2017. Okay, depression and uh, suicide rates have been rising sharply since uh, 2009, uh, between 2009 and 2017, rates of depression among kids increased more than 60%. Okay, it's still rising, and people are freaking out about the rise this year, but guess what? It's been rising for years. That doesn't make it right. Um, there is a uh, prevalence of, <coughs> excuse me, this is from the JAMA Network. Oh, that's the Journal of American Medical Association. Prevalence of depression symptoms in U.S. adults before and after the pandemic, they did find um, threefold higher depression rates or signs of depression. That is something that is due to, again, the virus. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, I might die before this is over from the virus. Uh, <coughs> so, yes, depression rates are up. Um, Again, there's no evidence that this is due to uh, uh, government lockdown actions. It uh, is due to the virus. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, it's the fact people are scared, people are losing loved ones, um, people don't want to go out. And uh, here's here's something though, uh, a, a little glimmer of hope, a, a, a little uh, a, a little. Uh, uh, a bit of data in the opposite direction. Now, this isn't to say the pandemic is good, but fewer children died in 2020. Okay? Why? Um, well, for a number of reasons. I mean, maybe just not going to school is safer, you know? Uh, one of the highest... Uh, here, or here's a, a weekly death rate among children. Um, it's been going down this year, um, uh, uh, below the baseline average from the last... Uh, 30 years before, um, and it's a let's see, it's impossible to say with certainty um, how how much uh, of an outlier it is. Um, uh, but here, you know, here here's another mitigating factor: the hum, the historical death rate in U.S. children's been going down every year, but it's going down more this year uh, than in some previous years. This is a good thing. Um, and, and so this could ex be explained by a number of things in it because, um, let's see, 
here are the number of deaths, uh, top causes of death for for minors, uh, and and that is uh, for children ages one to fourteen. Uh, a motor vehicle and drowning injuries is the is one of the highest causes of death. Uh, malignant neoplasms. Uh, I don't know. That's like leukemia, maybe. Congenital anomalies, homicide, suicide. Um, so this number right here, unintentional injury, namely motor vehicle and drowning, is probably why not as many kids have died this year. You, not as many cars on the road, not as many kids walking to school or just out in general, and not as many kids, you know, out on the lake or whatever. Um, so this is not to say anything about the pandemic or lockdowns being a good thing. It is to say, though, when people start throwing numbers at you, like, oh, people are getting more depressed, people are getting more obese, blah, 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 that's just a piece of the pie. There's a lot of things happening. Uh, uh, I don't want to say good things, but side effects that are not negative from uh, the, the pandemic, including less kids dying. Um, the other, another thing, flu cases are way down. Um, <clears throat> flu kills, I, I think, like 26,000 Americans a year, usually. Um, let's see, as of November 2020, the flu remains unusually low this year. I'm looking for the numbers. Um, Okay, I can't, I don't see what, what the actual numbers of, I think flu, it's 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 a, uh, a shocking amount. Flu cases are down a lot. And one of the reasons is uh, COVID is way more, way, way more deadly and uh, uh, way more aggressive than the flu. And since people are wearing masks and, and staying away from each other, flu cases aren't happening so much. Um, this is another uh, a positive data point to people staying away from each other. Doesn't mean this has all been good. It just means that there's there's pluses and minuses. Just because somebody comes up to you and goes, "We have to reopen the schools because people are depressed." That's just one piece of data. It's not clear. Uh, you know, there's. Some, some, uh, you know, some bad numbers are coming out of this. Some good, um, and it's not clear, and it won't be for years. What all the repercussions were from this whole pandemic thing. One of the uh, positive things that's coming out of it, though, is uh, uh, learning to brace for the future. Um, you know, people learning to work from home, uh, kids learning to uh, school from home. It's not ideal. But the more we do it and the more we figure out how to do it well, the more we will be ready. And uh, 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 the next time this comes around, we'll know how to do it. We'll, we'll know how to stay home. We'll know how to nip this thing in the bud. Uh, uh, you know, we'll just have to get rid of the anti-maskers. But other than that, if, if, every, if the infrastructure that we've created this year that helps social distance the population 
are, are kept for the next couple years, this will be uh, something that uh, 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 we, we can we'll probably do better next time. And so I'm just saying it's just because somebody says one thing is uh, you know one thing is out of control. It is depression is out of control. Uh, somebody in the chat room says uh, cancer. Um, what do you mean by cancer? Cancer rates being up? Um, I don't have a story on if cancer rates are up. Uh, uh, but but that brings up a good point that I saw somebody posting uh, 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 that cancer researchers uh, lost work this year is going to kill X amount of people. And it was just a made up number. Uh, we. <laughs> Yeah, lost research might lead to uh, a, a pushback of any uh, cancer uh, 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 cures or, or whatever that we find in the next year uh, by six months or nine months. But that doesn't mean that it's going to, uh, uh, that doesn't mean that we can put a number right now on how many people are going to die of cancer uh, due to lost work. Uh, honestly, most researchers are back to work in America, uh, and and most uh, researchers can do a lot of work from home. I'm a data scientist myself. I do work from home because data science can be done remotely, and especially now with our new infrastructure, a lot of science, a lot of study, and a lot of uh, uh, interaction can be done more safely now when we need to do it. Uh, okay. <clears throat> One more thing. This is in USA Today. Fact check. COVID-19 is worse than the influenza outbreak of 1976. Oh, there's just a meme going around. And uh, the meme has a don't tread on me on it. So that it, it, it immediately means that it's somebody whose uh, emotions outweigh their uh, intelligence. Um, it's not true at all. This is uh, cherry-picked information uh, from Sweden. And you can read this whole article, and uh, the important part comes here where they say our conclusion is false. It is definitely false. Look, there's a lot of memes going around. There's a lot of blame going around. There's a lot of numerology going around. Uh, uh, people uh, getting very emotional and getting upset and and that's that's to be you know that's that's to be expected uh, we're 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 at war here with uh you know this this has been uh worse than world war one and worse than uh vietnam and and 9-11 all combined um that's because of the virus that's because we're attacked we weren't ready for it we didn't respond well and the enemy got the best of us. It's not because of the measures that are, have been put in place to help save lives, which they have. Um, anyway, I'm not saying we need to lock down. I'm just saying everybody be cool. Don't resist wearing a mask because it really does help save lives. Uh, just don't travel right now. Don't go out in big groups yet. We're very close. We're close to the end. Uh, uh, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. The numbers are flattening out, and we can make it. Just wait for the, the vaccine to get out, come out, 
take the vaccine and then you know still be careful for a while and we'll see this thing die down anyway that has been science af for today i'm your host dr dave chacho and uh like i said before i'm not a doctor If uh, you would like to, you can Venmo us at Gravy Day. Oh, get that. Oh, yeah, to get that the text better. Okay. Okay. Venmo us at Gravy Day. You can find our Patreon soon. Uh, the, the podcast is at scienceafpod.com. It's called Science AF. The live stream on Twitch, which I'm going to try to do weekly, uh, 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 my own uh, uh, depression and mental health permitting um, on Saturdays is at twitch.tv slash science underscore AF uh, and what else um, Patreon coming soon uh, 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 also uh, the uh, segments we'll be releasing these segments on, on YouTube anyway that's that this has been science AF the OMGWTF and LMFAO of science. I don't know how LMFAO it is these days, but I'm trying to get through. Uh, we just love talking about science. We'll be back next time to talk more science. Uh, follow us. And uh, thank you in the chat room for saying stay safe. You too. Everybody stay safe out there. Everybody be good to the people around you. And, uh, uh, you know, people are... Uh, uh, hurting. So instead of going to an anti mask rally, maybe, you know, think about calling a friend and checking up on them. Instead of being part of the problem, try to be part of uh, the world being a better place. And I know you all will and love you all. This has been Science AF. Let's get that theme in there. Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science AF. Science as fuck. I'm Dave Chacho. Love you all. Goodbye. That's the end.